0: Behavioural neuroscience is pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. Reproduction and movement. Sleeping and waking, perceptual processes are one of the main things The meat inside your cranium is crazy, it's your brain Emotional behaviors? A bit of biology Learning language and psychopathology Using methods from psychology and physiology Experimental methods are used to study all of these Welcome to the best frickin' course of your lies. First we're gonna dive right into how your consciousness arises Awareness of our thoughts, perceptions, memories and feelings no surprised that it's revealing something right before your eyes With our subjective experience, there's always a compromise Having our unique perspective yields reality that feeds us lies What's it like to be a houseplant? A mouse or an ant? Can we know it with our current nervous system? No, we can't Connecting you with all your friends or an acquaintance It's more than maintenance, it's a doctor knowing an impatience Impatience is part of theory of mind It's a constant in our lives with interested academics Vying for a Nobel Prize, a tumor stroke, a lesion's enough to cause a seizure, sometimes a benzo won't cut it, you need a split-brain procedure. Cleave the corpus callosum to cease communication, an intervention to impede the overactivation. Divorce the hemispheres, but what happens to your consciousness? Does it also split in half or remain somewhat homogenous? Do we get the distinct operation of two minds, what happens to the two sides? Who's the passenger, and who guides this new ride? We know that language is predominantly left localized. The hemispheres get most sensory info from opposing sides. So So show me a picture of my right visual field and I'll be fine But on the left side it's like a practically word blind The right brain's a little dumber, it's more like a dictionary Give it a picture on the left VF and it fails a Pictionary Anything more complex and it's worthless for the literary on the contrary, losing your left brain's like burning down a library You're doing a great thing for yourself right now Look at you go Listening to music and studying at the same time This is the future of academia we owe it to Charles Darwin advancing the field for commonalities among us we're finally revealed it's a big deal that we're all descendants of a common ancestor from cells to you to everyone else in class this semester the width of the observable universe extends at least 91 billion light years from end to end the speed of lights the only limit on which it depends, the Big Bang expansion creating all the elements. The periodic table has these elements that are atoms with a number of protons, tiny earth, and you can fathom 94 of them occurring naturally on this earth. Created in the cosmos since the universe's birth, we get a bunch of compounds when these atoms bond together. If they're charged, we call them ions and the birds of a feather. Making salt, not pepper, dissolved in water makes them better able to knit themselves into a molecular sweater of sorts. 4.5 billion years since planet earth was formed In the first billion years life as we know it was born In the next two complex eukaryotic cells spawned. And just yesterday I saw my neighbor mowing his lawn Water, sugars, lipids, nucleic, and amino acids Found inside of cells alone are chained together into masses Like the links on a necklace made of silver or brass Or stored as energy in every single blade of grass The instructions of life are stored in stable DNA RNA is less abundant and more able to break Over time a bunch of proteins became incorporated Say bye bye RNA catalyst, the protein has replaced it Take one half of DNA, you get ribonucleic acids Then fold that RNA to catalyze a chemical reaction, making up 15% of non-water cell mass, are the human cells in you and everyone else in this class, for a lipid bilayer, protection is the end game, it's basically a liposome, I'm talking cell membrane, allowing limited diffusion, there's no need to explain, some things flow through, and others get restrained. Let's get prokaryotic with our ribosome inhabitants. Forget the nucleus, just chromatin and cytoplasm. Amazing, making proteins with precision, speed, and acumen. Working on receptor and enzyme manufacturing. Eukaryotic—that is a mighty good cell. Congratulations on creation of a nucleus shell. A feat more impressive than free climbing Vesuvius. And thank you mitochondria for sapping energy from nutrients. If you were super studious, you know what I mean when I say from DNA to chromosomes the wee little genes are copied into RNA piece out the nucleus seeds, to have the ribosomes complete the task and turn it into protein so my teacher said for homework gotta learn about the soma it's a cell body go and get your diploma it's the place you're gonna find your organelles so go home but if you're already there let's take a few more moments to talk about the evolution of multicellular life increasing structure and function becoming way more specialized 600 million years ago nerve cells arrived shortly after we'd seen the very first animals arise. Two in five mammalian species today are rodents on which Dr. Britt's research is primarily focused. Relatedness between us and them is why they're a component for neurobiology studies that brains have been chosen. When a human's born, the brain grows inside of the skull. It's got about 100 billion neurons in all. That's what you got. It's all you'll get because production is stalled. So now it's time to proliferate, get connections involved.